Introducing Bike Picks with the Pros, brought to you by FanDuel. Hello and welcome to Fight Picks with the Pros. My name is Garrett Marchesano, the producer of MMA Surge. I'm joined by a former Ultimate Fighter champion, Season 18, Team Alpha Male head coach, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu ace, Chris Holdsworth. Chris, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Today we're going to go over five fights on the upcoming card featuring Tiago Santos and Glover Teixeira as the main event. Let's get into it. Let's do it. All right. First up, we have uh, Andre the Pitbull Orlowski versus Tanner Boza, the bulldozer. Um, this is a close fight. Orlowski's coming in as the underdog. Um, I like him in this fight. He's kind of the throw caution to the wind. I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to smit you, or I'm going to get finished. Um, you know, I see that in a, in a lot of his fights. Uh, what do you think about uh, Orlowski? Yeah, or you know what Arlovski is trying to do. You know, he's trying to get in there and, and, and use his boxing to get it to get a KO or a TKO. I'm a I'm a huge fan of guys like Andre who have been in the game for 20 years. Um, or you know, if you've been in the MMA game for longer than 10 years, like you 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 got my respect either way. But like guys who that are continually fighting at the highest level and. Um, over and over again, I know what it takes to to go through fight camps and, and, and to be doing mixed martial arts for, for for as long as you know I've been doing it. But guys like him that have been fighting in the UFC since 2000, even before yeah. I even started training, yeah, like man, like much respect to Andre and, and vets like him that keep putting it on the line uh, at an older age. Yeah. So jumping over to Tanner Bozer, he's 19 and six, 10 TKOs. Uh, he won his last three out of four in the UFC. His only loss is to Cyril Gain, who's an absolute monster at heavyweight. I think he's going to be built up to be one of the next big heavyweight contenders. So no shame in that loss. Uh, he's a funny guy. He rocks a mullet into all of his fights. Yeah, yeah I saw that. He's cool. got a good personality. What I always see about him at, with his striking, he always stays just out of range, and then he strikes at the perfect moment, uh, a great counter puncher. And so I think they're really going to mix it up. He's going to mix it up with Andre, and they're going to get into some back and forth. And you know who's who's going to come yeah, out on top? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Tanner is going to try to use his leg kicks to slow Andre down. Um, he really likes to kick the legs, and then use the leg kicks to set up his his looping hooks. And yeah. he's got a lot of power with his left hook and his right hook, both hands. He's got a lot of power in. So I can see him trying to slow Andre down with leg kicks. And then start setting up some of those looping power bombs. And then, yeah. you know, we both know Andre is at the point now where you touch him good to the chin, he's probably yeah. going out. Yeah. You know, that's the sucky thing about being in this game for so long yeah. is like respect, bro. But like at the same time, like how, how many more punches can you can you take before you're just like lights out after each hit? Yeah. Hopefully, you know, he's going to be able to mix it up and he could get him to the ground and get some his submission game going. He only has three submissions in his career, but, you know, I've seen him get a rear naked yeah, choke. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. He's going to want to stand and strike. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's going to want to stand and bang. Know that. You think if his chin's going, he'd say, yeah. hey, I'm going to switch it up. He just switch things up, right? But he doesn't. Yeah. Every time he wants to go out there and, and let it fly. And, For sure. Uh, so at the end of the day, I'm going to go Tanner Bozer. Uh, I'm going to go, I think he will get the finish. Uh, it's a three-round fight. I'm gonna go second round late TKO for Tanner. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the younger, younger guy with the mullet, uh, <laughs> the, the Canadian. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the guy who's winning three of his last four. Um, he's on the rise. He has confidence, and I think Andre is on his way out. And yeah. you know, we'll see. I got Tanner. 
what round? How do you think the finish is going to look? Or it could uh, be a decision. Honestly, I think it's going to end pretty quick. Yeah, really? after a few minutes. So you're calling first round KO for I'm Tanner? I'm calling first round KO. Tanner. All right, that's his pick. Okay, coming on the next fight, we have Claudia Gadelia versus Jan Shiona, uh, who is the favorite coming in this fight. First, talking about Claudia, uh, 18 and 4, uh, two TKOs, seven subs. She always brings it in every fight. My memories of her is when. Um, you know, she had those big epic title fights against Joanna, yeah. you know, Jacek. Yeah. And those always a lot of uh, craft talking before the fight, really built it up and always put on a performance, even though she came out on the losing end of those fights. It really, I felt like put her on the platform to show off her mixed martial arts skill in the industry and in the UFC. Unfortunately, she's been hurt now for a while, and this is her chance to get back into it. What's kind of your thoughts on... Um, Claudia coming into this Yeah, fight. I've been watching Claudia for a while now, and I, I got turned on uh, when she started when she was having those seasons with Joanna. Yep. Um, did she do one season with Joanna? For the Ultimate Fighter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One season. So I remember that season. Yeah. Like, they were back and forth. You know, it was a really good season. Um, so I kind of started to hear about her through that, yeah. and then I uh, became a fan after that fight. And, um, you know, she's tough. She's got a really good ground game. She she's not afraid to throw to throw hands. Yeah, you know. Heavy. So we'll see. Like, um, I think she needs to be more of the grappling game plan for this next fight, and we'll we'll talk about her opponent here in, in a bit. <laughs> yeah, let's jump over to her. So uh, Jan on the other side, uh, twelve and one, five TKOs, real uppercomer uh, in the UFC. You know, just reviewing her highlights, she has great timing. She's not afraid to strike. Um, super impressive, but uh, she does train out of Team Alpha Male, where we're recording this podcast as we speak in this live show on YouTube. And so, Chris, I know you had a chance to train her, and she's been in the gym for the past couple months. So let's get the inside scoop on on how she's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Jan, uh, Jan is a very good fighter. Um, I've seen her fight maybe once or twice, but I didn't really know who she was. I know she's the first female Chinese MMA uh, UFC fighter. So that's really cool. She she's uh she's got, you know, she's got China behind her, which uh, is a huge country. They have a lot of fans, so she's got a big following. We'll we'll see how she deals with Claudia's ground game. Um, you know, watching on and being able to train with her, she's got some of the best striking in in, in the women's division. Um, her her hands and kicks are are, are are some of the best I've seen. And so it's gonna. I think it's gonna be the classic striker versus grappler. Is Claudia gonna be able to stop uh, the strikes, and is Yang gonna be able to stop the takedown? Because if Claudia is smart, she's gonna want to take Yang down. Yep. You know, and I think Yang knows. She yeah. knows that Claudia is gonna want to take her down, and that she probably has the edge in the striking field. Yeah. So um, it's gonna be an interesting matchup. If I were to bet money. I would put my money on Claudia because I'm always going to put my money on the grapplers. That's just, even though I know Jan, I think she has a great chance to beat her. I'm yeah. always going to put my money on the grapplers just because, um, I'm a grappler. Yeah. You know I, mean? yeah like, I, I want the jujitsu to win, you know, like even though I like Jan and, and she's super respectful, I'm just, I'm just calling it like I see it. Really? So Jan's coming in as a favorite in this fight and I'm hoping, um, you know, I, of course, for me, I know you love to watch a ground match or jiu-jitsu match. 
Now I want to see her kind of stuff the takedown attempts by Claudia and the negate and stand, yeah, if you will, and then it forces them to stand up. And Claudia, I feel like she likes getting in the back and forth. She likes countering. She has a great stand-up game of her own. Of course, she's a great grappler and has those submissions on her record. But I think if they do end up standing, I think it'll be a little closer than people think. I think it could be an all-out war because Claudia has been through some wars, and she's come out on top sometimes, and sometimes she doesn't, but she yeah. still battles to the end. A lot of heart. So for me, you know, Jan, 11-fight win streak. She looks really good in, in, in what I've seen from her. I'm going to go Jan, and I think it's going to go the distance. I'm going to go by decision. Nice. What I respect that. I respect that. Um, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Claudia. Um, wow. <laughs> hey, Jan's training out of team alpha male. Okay. I got man, you. Like, I, I, I like the honest pick. Yeah. You know, like this is what, I, this is, this is why we do this is like, if you want me just to, you know, to, no, I respect to, that. Yeah. I'm going to call it like I see it. And, and Jan definitely has a, a, a chance to finish Claudia or, or win a decision. If she can, if she can stop the takedowns, that's just, that's just how it's going to be. Um, if she can stop the takedowns and, and and not let Claudia take her down and grind her against the cage, it's I think it's going to be a good night for Jan. Okay, next up we got Max Payne Griffin versus Ramiz Brahima. Uh, Max is coming in as a favorite on this fight. Nice. And he's 15 and 8, seven TKOs. He made his UFC de- debut against Kobe, Coving- Kobe Covington, which is a tough one. Um Max has lost his last four to five coming into this fight, so I'm surprised he's coming in as a favorite. Yeah. His one win was against Mike Perry, which was super impressive uh, win. I was able to watch that. And really in all his fights, he's he's in all his fights. He's got a granite chin. He could take a shot. He's great all-around game. I think he's pretty balanced. Yeah. Uh, but he's going up against a BJJ ace, if you will, the guy that's going to always be going for those submissions. So first, what, what do you think about Max? I know he's training out of here at Team Alpha Male. Again, we'll get the inside scoop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you thinking, Chris? Yeah, so me and Max are friends. Uh, I, I really like Max, uh, not only as a fighter, but as a human. He's mm-hmm. got a really cool personality and just, just a good dude in general. Uh, I'm a really big fan of people who work hard and, and train their butt off, and Max is one of those people. He doesn't leave any stone unturned. He's well-rounded, and he's a student of the game. You know, some people think they're a little bit too good for certain things or they just want to do what they're good at and just show up to certain practices. But Max will show up to any practice. He'll keep his head down, keep his mouth shut, and he'll really put the work in. So I know he's lost uh, his last four out of his five, yeah. but I think that lit a fire under him. So this next fight is is, is going to be super important because – Usually in the UFC, if you know you lose three, you're you're almost one foot out the door. True. You know, four or five, like you're either really liked or you have a big following or you're just really entertaining. Which yeah. you know Max has always been entertaining in all his fights. His fights uh, are always super close, and I think a lot of those fights that he did lose were really close decisions. Really right? close, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think he just needs to turn that corner and and, and start finishing some people and and not letting it go to the judges. I, I completely agree. So if we jump into his opponent real quick, uh, Ramiz Brahima. Uh, a little bit about him: eight and two, eight subs, all eight victories coming by submission. Um, you know, we've reviewed his highlights, we've looked into him. Of course, from you guys, uh, from Team Alpha, now are looking into him as an opponent for one of your fighters, right? And but what we can obviously tell about this guy is he is uh, the BJJ guy. He's looking to you know die for your ankles, for your feet. Um, 
he, he's going to be looking for that submission and he's going to be looking for it early. So what do you think his plan of attack is for Max? Yeah, we we know his plan of attack. <laughs> uh, he's eight and two with eight subs, and by watching his fights, he he he's a straight jujitsu guy. He's gonna try to take you down and submit you wherever he can and as fast as he can. So um, it's gonna be very interesting. I don't know if Max has fought just a pure grappler yet. He probably has because Max has tons of fights. But it's always interesting to see a guy who's just like really one-sided like jiu-jitsu or wrestling or striking whatever it is this guy being jiu-jitsu and seeing how he's able to implement his game against the guy who knows what he's trying to do to him and um you know max needs to do his best of uh, not letting this guy take him down and like i said max is very well-rounded so it, it's gonna be it's it, it's gonna the fight's gonna happen against the cage and and and, and on the map pretty much yeah. So I think it's, again, it's that just like we were talking about in the last, uh, last fight, it's really that grappler versus striker, you know, Max wants to stand and strike, yeah. you know, Ramiz is going to want to take him down. Um, hopefully it's a little bit of both. I'd love yeah. to see a little bit of Max's yeah, ground yeah. game and see him get out of Dude, some his ground game. Positions. Yeah. His ground game's pretty, uh, underrated. Like we've been rolling. He's been taking my class these last, uh, these last couple months and dude, he, he's really hard to, to get moves on. So he, he's got really good defense. Um, he knows the game, yeah, and uh, he knows how to not get put in certain things when punches are being. Th- it's different when punches are being thrown, yeah. right? Jiu-jitsu without punches is a lot different than when punches are being thrown, and yeah. there's no shirts or rash guards. The game is totally different. So yeah. um, it's gonna be interesting to see if we have that pure grappler to see if he can get Max in any vulnerable positions and, and submit him. Yeah. So coming down to it, I'm going to go with my pick on this fight. Max coming in as the favorite. I'm going to go Max Griffin. I'm going to say he's going to get the finish. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be late in the fight. I think it's going to be a third-round TKO and Max for the win. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say uh, Max is going to wear this guy down. Ooh, Max okay. is going to get the win. I think it's going to be a decision. This yeah, guy is going to okay. keep shooting in. Max is going to probably get taken down a couple times, but he's yeah. going to work back up. He's very hard to keep down, and I think he's going to make this guy pay in the in-between of I agree. the grappling and the striking and the wrestling. So making this guy pay for the failed shots or um, you know, just every attempt, making him work to get the takedown, getting him tired. And yeah. I know Max's gas tank is is – is top notch. Yeah. So it's it, it should be his game plan of trying to wear this guy out in the first and second round, make him work yeah. while getting effective strikes off. And then, you know, of course, always trying to look for the finish, but, you know, probably get the nod with the decision. Yeah. I saw Max walking around the gym just a few days ago and he has like a ripped eight pack right now. He's in some of the best shape of his life. He oh, looks yeah. ready to fight. And uh, I think it's going to be, I think Max is going to outstrike him. I think uh, Ramiz is going to get some takedowns and might steal a round, round one, round two. But I think uh, when the cardio goes in the third, uh, Max is going to take over. I think he's going to get the finish. You think he's going to finish out the third and get, get the win by decision. So I look forward to seeing how it plays out. And again, yeah, Max is in the UFC. He always puts on great fights. He's always entertaining. I know that's why they're, he, he's staying in. Just like, you know, some people, if they get multiple losses, they get cut. Yeah. And so I really want Max to get this win, and I want him to look look and feel confident for his future in the UFC and start stacking wins. Uh, for sure. Stacking wins now. All right, let's move on. Next, we got Darren the Damage Elkins, yeah. who's the favorite coming to this fight, according to FanDuel, against Eduardo Gagori, uh, who is the underdog. 
Uh, Elkins is 24 and 9, um, eight TKOs, four submissions. Awesome fighter. I've been watching Derek uh, Darren fight for a long, long time, fighting right here at a Team Alpha Male. And Chris, you're actually one of his coaches, and you'll be cornering him uh, this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So this fight's close to my heart. Uh, you know, Darren's one of my main guys. That uh, you know, ever since he's came to the team, you know, we we had like a special bond, and uh, you know, we've been working w- with each other ever since, and I've been in his corner ever since. Yeah. So you know, er- Elkin ha- Elkins has I think over 20 fights now in the UFC, yeah. and not too many people can can get to that level, oh, yeah. right? So 20 fights, and then fights with all the best guys you know volkanowski llamas uh over and over Mendes. again he's fought yeah everybody man yeah. He, he's fought the, the 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 who's who of the 145 pound division so um i got a lot of respect for elkins he's one of the hardest workers i've ever seen um the guy who never complains and never has anything to say about the workout he just gets does it done it, gets it done yeah um so I love that about Elkins. Um, just no questions asked. Let's go cut weight. No questions asked. Let's ready do, yeah, for let's it. go. Yeah, let's go. He's a, pr- a true professional and a, a good guy outside of the octagon as well. Yeah, a quick story I have to add about Darren is my dad and I were watching him fight uh, just a few years ago, and he had one of his best fights, I think, of his career. Didn't start out that way. It was his fight against Mershad Bektik. Yeah, yeah. And he was really getting beat up for the majority of the fight, the first half of the fight, ground and pound. We thought the ref was going to pull it multiple times, uh, taking too many shots on the ground. Face started getting so bloody. Yeah, that's rough. His nickname is The Damage. So I feel like the ref let the fight go because they know he's the type of guy that can take a shot and, and come back. And he ends up getting Mershad against the fence. Uh, throwing a couple punches, get some bent over, and if I remember right, it was a hike, right high kick, yeah, and yeah. just on the button knocks him out cold, and he gets the win. And when he got the win, and he just starts roaring in the octagon, uh, it was just wild. And me, my dad, and I both jumped up on the couch and we're screaming, high fiving. Yeah, he yeah. Got the you w. jumped up on the couch. I jumped up on the cage. <laughs> yeah. I was screaming, high fiving too, yeah. trying to not get blood all over the. The, the clothes I was wearing because, right. you know, he was he was bloody, a bloody mess like he always is. Yeah. So you were there in the moment cornering him. Yeah. So when that happened, you obviously were watching him get beat up for multiple yeah, rounds. Yeah, it was a rough fight, man. Uh, Mursad just was doing a great job of getting the takedowns and, and, and the positioning and, and the ground and pound on Elkins. And Elkins couldn't really do much to get Mursad off of him for the first couple yeah. rounds. And then... Uh, you know, that, that hard work paid off, man. Like that never quit attitude paid off yeah. for Elkins. And, you know, that's something that, that that's a trait some fighters don't have. Like not everybody has that. Some people give up. Yeah, but a lot of people give up. Yeah. You know, there's not too many guys out there that have that type of attitude. And, um, you know, it, it, it was great to be there and be a part of that and just to witness witness that win because the comeback wins are probably always, always going to be the best because, yeah. you know, you go from like, getting your ass whooped and then just like winning you're like "Ah!" it's complete yeah yeah you get crazy no that was wild so his opponent coming into this next fight who is the underdog in this fight is eduardo garagori uh great fighter in his own right 14 and one he won his first 13 fights as a pro he's one and one in the ufc um what do you see from him obviously you guys in the corner have to be studying him over the past couple of weeks really getting to know his game and have yeah. your game plan going in don't want you to give up too many details but what do you think about his opponent as a fighter 
Yeah, so we were uh, we got thrown this name a few months back, and as a possibility to fight, and something happened. The guy was injured, or he turned it down for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So we got somebody else. I forget what fight it was, but we had already kind of like were working on that fight and 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 kind of studied that. Okay. Um, because we thought we were going to fight him before, and then Ricardo Lamas, who has been training with us, cross training with us, uh, had a fight with him and was able to beat him. Uh, pretty quick with the rear naked choke um and llamas and, and elkins train together all the time yeah. so we kind of we kind of know where they stand with each other and it's always mma math is always going to be different yeah. like you can do great against this guy but you might not do great against yeah. this guy so um you know he's 14 and 1 like you said m- most of those wins are or or from his home country Uruguay. Mm, okay. um so you know i'm not sure if he was fighting all the best competition yeah um you know he hasn't fought the caliber guys elkins has fought by by any means from from what i've seen from this guy he's he's a, he's a very uh uh flashy uh not flashy striker but um kind of he, he strikes from both stances kicks and punches uh more 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 straight kind of style and kind of loopy kicks yeah he's more of a striker and um it's going to be interesting i think it's going to be another striker versus grappler my favorite matchup yeah you know it's like can we do what we can we close the distance and get this guy to the ground you know like i think the biggest thing uh for us in this fight is not to get cut early the last couple fights with elkins uh, he suffered some cuts either through headbutts or whatever strike it was he's got a lot of scar tissue so bleeds once, a lot, yeah right. once he starts bleeding he doesn't look good in the judges eyes and uh you know he lost a couple couple close decisions um i think the blood might have played a factor in that um so game plan without giving too much away don't get cut early <laughs> and do what we do baby yeah, yeah. there we go love <laughs> it okay that'll bring us right into the fight pick for this uh of course i'm going with darren elkins i think it's going to be a tough fight I want to see him mixed up on the ground. I think Darren will hold hold his own yeah. there as well. But I think eventually he's going to get the best of him on on the striking end, and I think he's going to get the TKO finish. I want to see Chris jumping in the ring, second round TKO, Elkins with the win. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go second round uh, submission win. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. Brings it to <laughs> okay. I'm not going to give away what submission because that might be part of the game plan, but – just let it just be a submission. All right, all right. I like that. I like that. Okay, and now that brings us to our main fight pick of the evening. Bruce, go ahead and bring on the intro. It's time for the main fight pick of the evening. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bruce, thank you for that. The main fight pick of the evening. We have Tiago Santos versus Glover Teixeira. Uh, you know, Tiago's coming in as the favorite coming in this fight, minus 230. I like Tiago Santos. I thought he was going to be the guy to dethrone John Jones. I was really hyped up on him. I went with him, and uh, you know it didn't work out that way. I thought it was a really close fight. He ended up getting injured in the middle of the fight, yeah. and really, you know, he's fighting all the top guys. That light heavyweight division is is the who's who. Um, now he's finally come back. He's twenty one and seven, fifteen TKOs. That's he comes crazy. out to finish you every time. He's got. Great power in his hands and great power yeah, in his legs yeah. too. His high kicks are knocking guys out. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on Tiago Santos? 
hey, uh, anybody with Thor's hammer on, on his <laughs> chest, you better be able to throw those hammers. And uh, Thiago Santos can definitely throw yeah. some bombs. Like you said, 15 KOs, and he does it different. I'm sorry, 15 different TKOs, and he does it in different ways as well. Like He can finish yeah. you with his kicks. He can finish you with his hands on the ground. Um, he's well-rounded. I thought that, that fight with Jones was, was, was an awesome fight. I would like to see if his knee didn't get hurt during the fight, what could have been differently. And yeah. I would like to see what has changed from the knee surgery uh, afterwards, right? Because he had to have knee surgery, correct? Yep. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So sometimes guys come back different after big surgeries. So it's going to be interesting to see if he if he's ready to plant hard like he's lo- used to doing. Yeah. Or if he's kind of timid and not wanting to rotate off that knee as much because you know that in back of his mind is like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt my knee again. So I think it's going to be a fine balance of like, all right, is it going to be full form Thiago Santos throwing Thor's hammers, or is it going to be a guy who's a little bit more on the cautious side because he just came off of a knee surgery and he wants to wants to do good and not. No. I think that's a great point. He he's coming off a injured knee and he hasn't fought since his fight against John yeah. Jones in 2019, and he's been rehabbing that ever since. And you know, a lot of your power comes from your butt and your legs. Yeah. So if he's not getting his hips into those those big shots like he usually does, even if it's ten percent less than it was, that can leave the door open because his opponent here that we'll jump into talking about, Glover Teixeira, is an absolute beast. I love watching this guy fight. He's coming in on the as an underdog with winning his last four fights at, at light heavyweight, and he just comes to fight every yeah. time. He's got great hands too. The fun thing about this main event is you know they're they're getting ready to, to bang it out on the feet yeah. and kind of knock each other's heads off. So I think there's no way this five-round fight is going to go the distance. I think one of them is going to get their head knocked off. Glover's 31-7. and seven. Great fighter. What's your, what's your thought on him? Both these guys are finishers. I'm a big Glover <laughs> fan. Um you know, coming from coming from Chuck Liddell's camp, like I knew I've I've known about Glover for a long time, and I didn't really get to start seeing him fight until he won. Until I found out he won the ADCC, I'm almost positive he won ADCC. Okay. Don't quote me. I think my stats are right though. I think he won <laughs> ADCC, and that's when I really started looking into Glover. I was like, man, you, you know, you got this guy who's winning the the biggest turn, submission grappling tournament in the world like i need to look at i need to watch this yeah. guy and i became like an instant fan because he was out there trying to finish guys on the feet and then he had the ground game as well to finish guys on the ground so i'm always a a big fan of guys who can put the full game together and they're not just one sided i like guys who can finish guys on the feet can finish guys on the ground or in between of uh, showing that full mma game um, it, it's just a it, it's a sight to see in my opinion. Yeah, I, I like him a lot too. He's kind of, you know, he wants to shot at the title. He's getting older. I think he's up in his high thirties now. Uh, if not, he could be even forty. Uh, young Jamie, you can check on that. But he's forty one years old Ooh. officially. So yeah, yeah, it's time for a shot. The light heavyweight division is going to kind of be stuck in the mud with uh, Izzy coming up trying to take the belt. You got Jan up there. You know, they might hold something and wait for Izzy John Jones. Yeah. Then you got uh, Glover just kind of sitting and waiting and watching. So if he gets the win, he's going to be in a tough spot. If he gets, if he loses, you know, he won't be in that running for the title shot anyways. He'll have to get another win or two under his belt. So this is a huge fight because this, the winner of this fight is really in that number one spot to take yeah. a, 
Izzy next or the winner of Izzy John Jones or whoever's going to be those next contenders or, or Jan, if he pulls out the win against Izzy, can't count him out. He's a great fighter as well. So this is a big one. A lot of things will change up from this. Uh, who, who's going to be your pick in this fight? Um, You know, I, I think I'm going to go with, with Glover just because I've, I've been a fan for a while. It's going to be interesting to see if his age is going to be able to keep up with the younger Thiago and to see if his chin's going to be able to take those those hammers um but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with my gut and i'm gonna go glover um i think it i i, I think he'll finish thiago in the fourth round okay late finish i'm going on the other side i'm going tiago santos uh him him as the favorite coming to this fight i agree with it um i think he's gonna come out hungry coming after after his championship loss to john jones hopefully he's all healed up i think he's gonna come out throwing those hammers yeah I think he's going to get the first or second round KO finish. And unfortunately for Glover, I, th- I think it is going to be a, a harsh finish because I think Santos wants to make a statement. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to say officially, I'll say early second round KO. Man, you got me thinking. I might have to switch my pick. Last <laughs> chance. Last chance. Yeah. I'm going to go Santos too. <laughs> oh, really? Switch <laughs> Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Because I thought about it. I'm like, man, Glover, he is getting kind of old and still a great fighter yeah no still a great fighter but like you said i don't think he's gonna be able to deal with uh santos's speed and power yeah all right there we go well that's it guys thanks for watching fight picks with the pro i'm garrett this is chris we'll see you next time see ya